Hi, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to Punching Up, a podcast about getting out of your own way and creating a resume that gets you from the job you have to the job you actually deserve. Using practical advice from years of recruiting and HR experience, I'll help you craft a resume that opens doors and gets recruiters actually excited to talk to you, even if you don't meet 100% of their pre-qualifications. I truly believe if we can get your foot in the door for a first interview, you could take it from there. All you need is a better resume. So let's get started. Super, super excited to be back with a brand new resume. Super pumped for this morning, although I'm realizing as I start speaking that uh, maybe saltine crackers wasn't the best thing to chomp down before I sat down to do this today, but we'll see. You might hear some coughing and choking and hacking as we get going. Um, Okay, so today we have Adam. Adam is interested in a leadership position at a um, a local hotel. Um, and I actually think, Adam, that you have a pretty good shot. Um, I mean, the experience is there, it is, um, but it's kind of buried in this three-page resume. All right, um, all right. So what I'm looking at is bullets, but like a wall of text, just like a wall of text. Um, for three pages. So, you know, recruiters give you seven seconds. This is too much. Like if I'm just looking at this first page, I, um, I'm only actually seeing one half of one job that you have listed. So they're going to kind of, um, gloss over all this, but you've got good stuff in here. We just need to make sure it's a little bit more, um, on the front page, very visible, very eye-catching. Um, Okay, so you start with your email address, which is always what I recommend. Don't put your Indeed one on there. Uh, put your actual email address. Make it easier for them to get a hold of you. Your phone number's on there. That's great. You start with your education. Um, I can't tell if you graduated. So you have a university listed, uh, BBA with a concentration in accounting. I guess that. I guess you probably did. Yeah. And then you put your GPA, which nobody cares about. Um, I see these on resumes of college students and high school students. Um, the GPA, believe me, like nobody, um, nobody's that concerned. Even if it's a 4.1, like they're just not like your employer isn't super interested in your GPA. So there's really no reason. It's like a humble brag kind of thing. Um, and then you write official transcript available upon request, which you don't need because if they did, um, education as part of their background check, you'd be signing off on that on the background form. Um, and then it looks like you took a certificate course and your AED and CPR certified and alcohol certified, which you chose to write both of those with exclamation points, which you don't really have anywhere else on your resume. 
Um, and then there's no spacing or anything. And you just go into your customer service skills, your leadership skills, your computer skills. I get what you're trying to do there uh, is highlight your work experience. I get that. But for the most part, all this stuff belongs in your work experience, not as a separate category. Um, okay, so work experience. So you worked at a hotel, you're still there. You've been there since March 2017, which is awesome. Good longevity there. Um, you are a banquet and FNB manager. So you have your duties listed, but you have one, two, three, four, five, six, six duties. But actually, if I'm reading them, what you actually have is you are you're currently banquet and FNB manager. You listed your duties. Um, and then it says you were a hotel driver slash bellman and your duties there. And then you were convention and event services manager and your duties there. Sales and catering coordinator, uh, coordinator duties there. Night audit duties there. So you have had one, two, three, four, five jobs within this one hotel that you've been at for over five years um okay so you're obviously like you're bearing the lead because what this means is that you started it looks like as night audit and then you worked your way up to fmb manager um which is awesome but no recruiter is going to take the time to figure that out because this is again just like a wall of text um, so better to, because you're trying to get in a management position, a leadership position at this new place, better to, um, highlight your current and then write about your previous one so that they see you've been promoted, you're a promotable employee. Um, you know, you've been in all parts of hospitality, um, that would, that would do much better for you. And then you want to highlight your longevity. All of that is getting buried in this wall of text. Before that, you worked at another hotel. Um, you worked there from July 2011 to March. So again, like you have good longevity. It looks like you make it about five years before you just have to dip out. So they're going to ask you for sure um, why you're looking to leave when you're getting promoted so many times. Um, okay. So valet, bell supervisor. Oh, okay. This is the same thing. So bullets one, two, three, four, five. This time you bulleted the jobs. So you had one, two, you had five jobs there as well. Um, bell supervisor, bellman trainer, bellman, courtesy patrol, night audit. Um, so again, lots of promotions, but kind of buried, like, if they're hospitality, they know what night audit does. So you don't really need to focus on that. If that was your job five years ago. And then, um, before that, so it's good. You don't really have gaps either. That's good. Um, okay. So before that you worked at a local restaurant, uh, chain, a, uh, an ice cream chain, let's say, um, you were a shift leader. And then you have your duties there. I am curious if you got hired in as a shift leader, if you worked your way up there as well, 
that would be something to highlight in the interview process is that you are a very promotable person. Uh, um, you have some awards. So you have employee of the quarter twice, but it's at the second job. So this is, um, this is like kind of a classic behavioral economics thing because your, um, your current position is at a hotel and you have not gotten any awards from them. The hotel you worked at before this, so five years ago, you got employee of the quarter twice, but the way the brain works, they're not looking at this as like, oh, employee of the quarter. Wow. They're looking at it as like, what, what happened at your current job that you're not employee of the quarter? There's just like a gap. Um, perfect attendance in 2017 at your current job and then leader of the green committee at your current job. So that's good. I'm curious how that's an award. If you're the leader of something, I guess it can speak to, um, additional responsibilities. And then you have your references. I am not a fan of putting my references. Um, first off, because they take up space, vital space that you need. Um, but also, if they need these, they're going to request them for you. So you don't need to write references available upon request or put your references on your resume. Those are all things that are done more in the um, onboarding process than that you need to put. This is supposed to be about you and your achievements and your history and experience, not really like the people that you know. Um, okay. So I redid this for you, Adam. Uh, it's a one page, which is my preference. Um, okay. So I actually use the kind of the more fun one because the place that you sent me, the job description you sent me to, um, is it's kind of like a, a hip downtown kind of hotel. It's not part of a chain. So, um, I just wanted to make your resume a little bit more poppy. Um, and I did the, uh, purple and black, which I'm hoping stands out about a, li a little bit. So it just says, hello, I'm Adam Ewing. Um, and then you have your address, phone number, email address skills. I did put at the top because I wanted to mirror, you know, your intention. So I wrote a poised experienced hospitality professional with proven performance in hospitality service, leadership, and computer science. I am also CPR, AED and alcohol certified. And then your experience. So March 27 to present, you're at a chain hotel. Um, and then I wrote banquet FMB manager, formerly Bellman shuttle driver, event service manager. And then I have communicate and execute all pertinent details, needs of the client to the appropriate team members, train new hires, attend daily, weekly, and monthly staff meetings and client meetings for the creation of BEO. And I put in parentheses banquet event order because while people in the hospitality, like the, the, person who would do your interview knows what a BEO is. It is likely that the recruiter, it's much more likely the recruiter does not know an industry term. So the first time you write an industry term, even if it is understood as an acronym, you want to write it out the first time. Um, and then set up tear down events, banquet event billing, staffing for event for banquet events, clearing and sanitizing before and after events. So I just took like of all the duties that you had listed, I wanted to highlight the one that you're currently doing where you're in a leadership role. And my rule is always three bullets per job. 
Um, okay, before that, July 2011 to March 2011, this was a, a local hotel. You were a valet slash bellman supervisor. And then I wrote formally trainer, valet, bellman, courtesy patrol, night audit. So they can see you're very promotable. All right, so provide world-class valet bell services, fulfill guest requests, establish and solidify a positive relationship with guests, organize valet slash bell office, manage inventory, maintain efficient training process, train new hires, create and manage training material, monitor new hire work performance, design and enforce new policies and procedures. And then um, create the valet bellman schedule, ensure team members have all necessary equipment and information to be successful coaching and counseling. Those are what I took from um, your wall of text as like the primary three responsibilities in that job. And then before that, the ice cream chain, um, I had you as a shift leader. And then I, I only gave you one bullet because this is August 2016 is when you started this and you left July 2011. So this is 2022. So 11 years ago was when you left this job. So we don't need to give it a lot of space on your resume. Um, train new hires, monitor new hire work performance, cashier, food prep, inventory, customer escalations, and sanitiz uh, sanitization procedures. It gets one bullet. And then for your awards, I stripped those down um, because I don't want there to be anything. I did um, leader of green committee in my current position, which I am hoping they would ask you about or you can bring up in your interview. Like, what is this? Is this additional responsibility? Um, you know, you can talk about like your pride. Obviously you're proud of it. You put it in your awards, but we don't need attendance from five years ago um, from a job that you don't have anymore. Okay, so that brings us to our nice, clean, one-page resume. Um, okay, as always, I'm going to put this online so you can see the new version. And I invite you, please, to write back in and let me know how did this work for you? Were you able to snag that interview? Uh, I always want to know, get feedback on how I'm doing, if I'm correct, if you get more nibbles with this than you were with the old one. Um, you know, tear it apart. I don't know everything. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for listening. Take care. I hope to have you listen next time. Take care of yourself. And if you can, somebody else. Bye.